more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Bavarians is for your man and you too. That you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, breaking the seal all over the finer things of life, Greg Scott and Dan. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Unfiltered Gentleman. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for listening. Most importantly, thanks for drinking along with us. I am Greg. Over there, that's Scott. No toys or a... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't <laughs> get that out of my head. Sorry. It's, it's been a no, week. It's, it's still been there. a week and it's still in my head. Yes. And Dan. Hi, Dougie. <laughs> Oh, well, if you're still here, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, shout out to our top listening city of last week, Roanoke, Virginia. What? Yeah, what's up, Roanoke? Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. I, don't, I don't know who lives out there, but but thanks for uh, for listening along. Send us a tweet or something. Yeah. At Unfiltered Gents. Uh, our burp word of the week is, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> We'll get into that in just a couple of seconds here. Don't forget to hashtag show us your beers, rate and subscribe on iTunes and uh, whatever podcast app you're using. And don't forget, Beer Science Ringtone, definitely available for, I think, only like $1.29 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Low, low price. That's a very low price. Yes. Yeah, it's a your, bargain. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even set the price. It's just... That's 10 cents a day. For how many days? <laughs> for 30 days. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a collect call <laughs> commercial. <laughs> Also, I think that'd be three dollars. Okay. Oh man, yeah, well, we could sure. use the extra money. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, so, anyways, go get that as well. As you can hear, Scott very much needs a beer over there. Absolutely. So let's crack right into it. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for beer of the week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend, and I say I think I'll have myself a beer. Dan brought in an offering from McKellar Brewing <laughs> called Oh Hi Merck. Eight percent, three point nine seven untapped, and a ninety-one still feels weird on Beer Advocate. Oh wow! Uh, you want what is what is the movie? What is? Oh okay. Well, the can art is what got me. Right. And, and basically, what it is is it's based off this movie called The Room. The Room. Yeah, and it's like if if you know what it is, it's like famously like one of like the worst movies of all time. Like it's so bad, it's like on a Plan Nine from Outer Space thing where it's like they would have showings where people are like laughing at how bad it is. Like you know, so um, and there's clips on YouTube if you want to watch. It's the worst acting you've ever seen by <laughs> the guy Tommy Wiseau who um, wrote. Starred, produced the movie. Okay. Yeah, so he starred in it, and, and it's him. And uh, the can shows the depicts the picture of him standing in front of the famous green screen because they green screened like outdoors for whatever reason. It seemed like a, <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad of a movie, and he's the del- he's delivering the famous "Oh hi, Mark." <laughs> and this is the one that like Seth Rogen and those guys went on. Oh yeah, to. yeah, correct. Yeah. It, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I've never seen either the real movie or the Seth Rogen <laughs> version. So you text me like, I'm bringing a beer, and you sent the, oh, hi, Merck, the, <laughs> yeah. the clip. And I was like, that doesn't give it away for me. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm sure it didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know what's happening. So, But uh, very funny. And so a little bit about the beer from the brewery, McKellar says, it's a full hit. I did not dry hop it. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> a mastering of Simcoe and Citra cryo hops alongside a room full of Idaho 7. We used flaked barley and melted 
excuse, nope, malted oats. Oh. <laughs> Melted oats would be really hot. Oh, wow. <laughs> malted oats to build a substantial body in order to layer deep, sugary tropical fruits. Notes of juicy fruit, mango, pineapple, and honeydew. I don't get a lot of nose on this one. No. But the flavor's definitely there. Yes. Uh, I get a lot of that citrus and tropical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, I'm it's getting a, honey. Yeah, me honey too. And the, beer, and the beer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> little, um, yeah, a little sweetness. A little yeah, honey yeah, sweetness. Yeah, yeah. A little right. bit. I didn't yeah. catch that the first time around. I had it's to sip it one more game. It's interesting. Yeah, like I <laughs> thought the first one was a little, it was kind of bold, I thought. Yeah. But then, yeah, when you mentioned honey, now I'm kind of getting yeah, that a little, that little bit. Yeah. Correct. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of all over the place. At first, it was just like a face punch of uh, like orange. I thought I got yeah. a lot of orange. Correct. But yeah, now I'm definitely calming down with the honey. A little booze on the finish. A little yeah. warmth there. Well, that's that eight percent. Yeah, and uh, you could definitely see some chunks floating around in this bad boy. Yeah, it's correct. That, uh, legit New England style. Oh yeah, got some chunkies. Chunkies yep. from the hazy. So, uh, do we like it? You guys? You guys oh a yeah, fan? I, I like good it. stuff. Yeah. Did it live up to its can art? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Above and beyond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know a lot of people who buy beer based on canner. I've been guilty of it as well. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, like, the only way it could have lived up to its can art if it was so bad it was good. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It would have been really Very funny true. if they made it a purposely shitty beer. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been pretty good, actually. So uh, thank you for bringing this one in. This is mm. quite tasty. Thank you. lot to get to. We have a beer review from uh, former Beer Beer of the Week, Sip on What? She was on here a couple weeks ago. She's got a review for us. Uh, we have a drunk quote of the week. We got some booze news. Of course, a bullpen beer to get to. But one of the things I'm most excited about is a rousing round mm-hmm. of Will Scott Porter. All right. Oh, shit. Yes. We will be. And I'm taking this so seriously that it's still in the fridge oh, in wow. red solo cups. Huh. So you can't see it. Oh, boy. And I'm going to pause the show to go get it when it's time. Oh, my God. We are. I have not had this. I, I'm I'm fairly certain none of us in this room have had this beer. I have not had it. It was given to me by a friend to try specifically on the show. Hmm. That's all I'll say. Something is dog pissed out. It is it is a beer. Okay. I that's that's okay. the one rule. Like with Will Scott poured out, I will not pour you something that's not actually a digestible beverage. I'm oh, not okay. just, it's not just gonna be like cat piss. Oh. Unless you really piss me off. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so we will get to that. In just a few. Uh, but I'm first, trying to think, have I pissed you off lately? Yeah. Were you breathing? <laughs> there you go. I'm now nervous. There we go. Uh, all right, let's let's handle some crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. No grievances for me. I wanted to mention a couple of things. First, I uh, went to a party last weekend where a guy who listened to the show um, had a keg. And he goes, I listened to the keg rules episode. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, All right. So has this been sitting here 24 hours? He's like, you betcha. Oh, mm, shit. Yeah. And I said, uh, how's the foam? He goes, not too bad. A little bit on the top. He goes, I also, because of the episode, didn't pump, because there's a party tap, I didn't pump it before trying it. I tried it first, already had enough pressure, got oh, a, like about man. a cup ahead, and that was it. Wow. So we are here. Kept it cold for 24 hours. And- yep. Holy Dang. shit, dude. Yeah. He did it. He did it. He's a hero. We're like the Julia Childs of beer. That's right. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That was a little more Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) It was actually. Hello, children. Uh, So so thank you. His name is Joe. So thank you to Joe for for doing that. And I got to enjoy some of that delicious keg of 805. Right on. Nice. So, hey. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a keg of 805 and a pool. 
Oh, hey. damn. Yeah. Oh, man. Hot day. He scored. And he had a taco dude there. Oh, man. Oh. Taco man, 805 pool. Oh, my God. What a party. Oh. That's paradise. Yeah, that's all I needed. Damn. It was great. So great. Uh, so I had to mention that. Also going to San Diego this weekend for my uh, bachelor bachelorette party. It is Uh-oh. going. Yeah. So we're doing like a couple of things as like a whole group. And then that Saturday, we're going to break off. And it's. We're going to North Park. The guys are going to North Park. We're just going to drink our way, start at Fall Brewing, <laughs> end up all the way at the bottom at Modern Times, and hit just about everything in between. The nice thing is, I've done that before a couple times. I know which ones to avoid. Like oh, there which you ones go. aren't good. You're but the I know, guy. Yeah, I know which ones yeah. we definitely got to hit. And I, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to get shwasty. Uh The night before, <laughs> we're all going to the Padre game Friday night because they're doing uh, a beer festival night. Oh, very excited. For that. I did this a couple years ago. It's $5 a beer outside the park. Oh, fuck. So you go load up before nice. you go in, and they even let you walk in with one nice. or with whatever you can carry. You know, So I always nice. I always get two $5 beers, walk in the gates, and then I'm good for at least three innings, you know? And then, yeah. And then you have to go pay bowl, you know, ballpark prices. But. That's the only way you get somebody to watch a Padre game. Yeah. Like, hey, Why else would you go? Yeah, I mean, it's true. So go for it. Yeah, it, of course. Yeah, so uh, very excited for that. So that's all I got for Crotch Talk. No, so, no grievances. What high school are they playing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> San Pedro High. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a yeah. close game. Yeah, home game for the Padres. <laughs> San Pedro, they, they had an injury, one of their uh, lined up there. So oh, we'll boy. see. Oh, Padres okay. might have the edge yeah, on this one. Tight, then. Yeah. So anybody, <laughs> any uh, said, yeah. <laughs> any grievances or anything? Yeah, actually, uh, I, not a grievance or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, well, I guess partially. I went to see a um, like a live show in L.A. It was okay. a, a podcast, uh, not ours. Oh, so, so sorry. It must have yeah, we won't we won't talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But basically, they require that you watch like a really bad movie before you go and see it. Oh, okay. And uh, the movie that I had to watch was called Deadfall. So I guess this is like an improv too. Like, <laughs> but it was called Deadfall, and it was uh, 1993 with Nick Cage, oh, sounds Charlie like Sheen, Cage. Oh, yeah. oh. and Michael Bean, who is the guy from Terminator. If you ever seen that one, the yeah. um, the the Marine, right? So not the Terminator, but the actual guy who was saving Sarah. Come with me if you want to live. That yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. So this movie is basically Nick Cage at his craziest. Like, oh, 93 was craziest? Yes. <laughs> I got to say. I would have said like mid 2000s. Dude, here's the thing. Like, yeah, he was crazy in there, but in this movie, like I I thought, no, he can't be that crazy. But in this, this is when Charlie Sheen was like the height of his power. It's true, you know, but he's only in it for a little cameo. Oh, okay. And he plays like this pool hustler, which the scene comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? Dude, we need to fit a name in here. Yeah, seriously. And uh, anyways, Nick Cage shows up the first time you see him. He's got a big mustache. He's got like a, a wig on. He's wearing sunglasses and he's brown faced. And he's got what? putty on his nose. What? He looks like the Andy Kaufman character. <laughs> That's what they said. He looked like the Clifton character or whatever. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, yeah. It's like a thunder, Tropic of Thunder or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you mean, bit? you people? He started it first. Yeah. He started first. And he is nuts in that movie. He's just screaming the F word out of nowhere for no reason. And wow. It, is, it, is, it, was a, it was a sight. But anyways, um, after that show, you know, um, it wasn't the movie, but they were kind of talking about it. Right. Like, uh, I went to a uh, brewery. It was uh, Six and La Brea. That's the oh, name of the brewery? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And happens to be on the same, you know, oh, go figure. Oh, man. <laughs> like it, it's somewhere on Melrose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so find it yourself. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was, I had a um, Pillows, which was a uh, nitrous um, 
pale, I mm, believe. Nitro pale, yeah. Yeah, nitro pale, excuse me. And oh. uh, very, like, it was, like, soft to drink. Yeah. Yeah, I was tripping on that. I was like, oh, this is like pillows. Like, <laughs> I'm there, man. Pillows on my tongue. Yeah. And then I had their uh, Wamber, which is, it was an amber, but it was called Wamber. Mm. Yeah, some of the stuff, like, they had, like, a wake-me-up uh, coffee thing. Like, it was, it was like, to wham. Oh, oh yeah but i don't know before you go yeah i don't understand why though i don't get the reference like yeah. maybe you can you know someone can go there and tell me but i didn't get the reference and the went that wamber was delicious as well and i had at the time they were doing a barbecue it was like a summer Ooh. barbecue yeah it was just stuff right on the grill like straight up like chicken and like you know all, it was they had shish kebabs i'm like holy shit man i gotta come back here when i'm hungry i just had the pretzel and cheese which was good too but right. i didn't expect to eat otherwise i just showed up there right <laughs> i'm here yeah <laughs> i've never heard of that place yeah it was pretty pimp well now i have some research to do exactly next time i'm stuck down yeah there. I, yeah dan strongly approves nice dan approved oh, there you yeah. go dan's okay. stamp of approval Good stuff i finally like got it. a reason to go to la yeah <laughs> i know right i've been waiting yeah <laughs> i've been waiting so all right very nice anybody else feeling good feeling hydrated yeah, yes feeling pretty good good all right, well, like I said, we have a beer review from L, a.k.a. Sip on What. Hey, guys, my name is Elle. I have an Instagram handle called Sip on What, and today's beer is called Amorphous 2 Unavoidable Bee Parts. It is by Locust Lane Brewing in collab with Fam Artisan Craft Brewers, both local Pennsylvania breweries. Locust Lane Brewing is located out of Malvern, Pennsylvania, and Fam Artisan Craft Brewers is located out of Downingtown, PA. This brew is out of the Amorphous series by Locust Lane Brewing Company. And one of the captivating elements when I saw this can was the label. The colors are just so vibrant. It's full of pinks and purples and blues. It's just really captivating. And one of the really great elements uh, that I thought really fascinating by the brewery was that they have a QR reader and it shares their story and their beer, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, I haven't seen that on another can label before, but this is um, Amorphous 2 Unavoidable Bee Parts. It's a New England style double IPA. For a double IPA, I would say it's a little on the lighter side, which means I would probably drink maybe two and a half of these and still feel pretty good. Overall, the beer is juicy, it's very hoppy, very delicious, easy drinking beer for a double IPA. When it pours, it pours with a nice orange yellow hue. And I would say some of the notes that I pick up are um, definitely some orange and maybe a hint of lemon. I really enjoy everything that comes out of Locust Lane Brewing. They're a very small local craft brewery, and it was kind of inspired by two gentlemen who kind of fell in love with the passion of craft beer. It's Amorphous 2, Unavoidable Bee Parts, a collab brew with uh, Fam Artisan Craft Brewers from Locust Lane Brewing Company. Be sure to check out my giveaway in partnership with the Unfiltered Gentleman. It'll be coming soon. Cheers. Cheers indeed. Cheers to Elle. Make sure you're following her over on the Instagrams at siponwhat, all one word, no spaces, dots, dashes, nothing like that. Nice. Uh, she's doing a giveaway. For in, in honor of uh, hitting a, a milestone of 4,000 followers on the grams, she's doing a little giveaway. I said, why don't we, we add some swag yeah. to the pile and, yeah. and talk about it on the show? Cool. So, yeah. So go follow her and look out for the giveaway. Uh, it's not just our stuff. There's there's lots of good stuff involved. So so go give her a follow. Sip on what on the grams. Um, all right. Drunk quote of the week comes to us from Ernest Hemingway. 
Always do sober what you'd said you'd do drunk. That'll teach you to keep your mouth shut. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so you really should go fight that guy across the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fight that guy that threatened my dog. Yeah, no exactly. kidding. Exactly. I can't catch up with him. He's too fast. Right. He's crazier than you. Eh, probably eh, not. <laughs> yeah, it's close. Uh, all right, let's move on. There's nothing better than a babe with craft beer. It's time for Beer Babe of the Week. Yes, it is. And our Beer Babe of the Week is Nicole. You can find her on the Instagrams at Romeo Hops. Romeo Hops. All one word, no spaces, dots, dashes, I like that. I like it. And in this picture, she's drinking her very first Pliny the Elder. Ooh, oh, that needs to be celebrated. She caught a special moment there. Yeah, exactly. So I figured that needed to be celebrated. So make sure you go follow at Romeo Hops on the Grams. Give Nicole a like on yeah. her uh, picture there, and uh, you won't be sorry. That Very cute did. girl, too. Yes, indeed. And likes good beer, too. So there's that. Uh, all right. We have a lot to do. We have a bullpen beer. We have a lot of booze news to get to. But first... We are going to play. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> what usually has a very uh, guessable outcome. Yep. We're going to play. Predictable. Yes. I, we're going to see about this one. Gentlemen, oh start your engines. Oh, yeah. Time to play. Will Scott pour it out? worth it just to hear that song it, oh yeah oh definitely love that song yeah this is turning to a will we poured out because i pretty I, much i can pretty much guarantee that we've all never had this so i have poured a beer into red solo cups for everyone to try once again this is definitely a beer nothing tricky in that sense it's a beer it's really it's, skunk piss it came from a bottle that came from a store so okay it's, it's, take that for what it's worth Smelling it was given it was given uh, by a, a a friend. Scott has smelt it, sniffing it, sniffing it. Sniffing Most it. he's ever sniffed a beer. Here we go. Here we go. He's going in for the I'm, taste. I'm going in. He looks a little nervous. He's going in for the taste, and his face is not reacting too greatly. No, um, he does have permanent bitter beer face. He d- though. Yes, he does. That just comes with really, age. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a taste. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. I'm going to go in now. All right. Yeah. It's about that time. Holy yeah. shit. I what? just smelled it. And? Oh. oh that was me. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, so I, I guess this begs the question. Uh, I will not. You will not pour it no, out? I will not pour it out. All right. Dan? Until I find what it is. I took a tiny sip, mm-hmm. but so far nothing suspect. Okay. So I mean, there's nothing weird as far as like there's no like cat piss or dog shit. There's no weird. Okay. It's not that elephant poop beer from like Asia <laughs> or whatever. Right. I mean, but there's I don't know. It's it's <laughs> I don't know. It's like a like a pilsner, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I yeah. I think it's probably classified as a pilsner. It smells and tastes like one. Kind of has that big beer smell. Yes, like it does. Yeah, yeah. Whatever Correct. Smell it, to it, it smells worse than it tastes. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can co-sign that as yeah. Dan would say. Yeah. Uh, are you guys ready to find out what it is? Have, yeah. have you taken a proper drink yet, Dan? I mean, <laughs> I have. I've, I'm over here drinking all right, it. Alright, yeah, alright. Just chug it. Yeah. Come on. It's only going to give you the shits for two days. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing... 
Not There's offensive. nothing really wrong with this beer. Okay. I don't see why I would yeah. pour it out, actually. All yeah. right. So we are drinking Heineken 0.0. Wait, what? It's a zero alcohol beer. No really? alcohol? Yeah, no alcohol. Oh, my God. <laughs> no alcohol in this beer that you are consuming. You know, what's oh. funny is I almost said, like, I would drink it to get drunk. <laughs> Well, good luck with that. Like, you know, like yeah. back in the days. All right. So then you would pound. Beer pong. Very good. Beer yeah. pong. To beer, beer pong beer. Yeah. Correct. Well, you'd be there for a while. Huh. Drinking this to get drunk. Yeah. Uh, from Heineken, they say, we start with natural beer ingredients, water, malted barley, hop extract, and natural flavor, brewed and fermented with Heineken's unique A yeast, whatever that means. Step three, we gently remove the alcohol. Step four, the beverage is blended by the brewmaster to achieve a fruity flavor and slightly malty notes. Uh, and then the new Heineken, finally born and bottled at 0.0%. So there you have it. Hmm. So um, so I guess the thing that was wrong with the beer is it wasn't beer. It, well, technic- I guess technically it's beer. It's brewed, so I think it's still beer, but it's zero alcohol. Huh. Yeah, it's not. Um, I think that's what, you know, I think that's what it was missing. Some you know, alcohol? Yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Did you notice when we drank it, we didn't that's smile? every day. We did not smile. We but would smile. you smile if you drank a Budweiser? No. But at least, at least it, was, it has four percent. Mm-hmm. At least there was booze in it. I'd be like, "Oh, this is beer." Like I think we we're all kind of confused. Yeah. I mean, I knew what it was, so yeah. But uh, yeah, so now yeah. that so, you know it's zero percent, would you ever drink it again? No. Um, this is yeah. This 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 is a, a historic hi- historical show. Uh huh. First of all, because yesterday was your birthday, right? So happy birthday! Oh, thanks. And trying to forget that. Secondly, because yeah, I'll pour the shit out. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, I'll pour it out. There it yeah, is. Fuck oh, that. Man. We finally found one. Give me some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we might have finally found you the finally one. Finally found one. Finally found the one. That took a lot of time. That's what was missing. Many shows. Many shows to that, find the one. That's what was missing. It reminds me of uh, when I went to. Uh, Jamaica or no? I think it was the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, and like uh, Dominican Republic. Excuse me. Okay. And um, I was someone goes, uh, you know, the people I was with, they're like, oh, give us a shot of tequila. And I was thinking, like, why tequila? Like, that's you know, that's something we drink back home. Like, they're not yeah. going to drink that here. And they actually had it. I go, oh shit, okay. So I took it. And I was like, all right, everybody, blah blah blah. And we drank it. And as soon as I drank it, I go, what the hell was that? And he was like, oh, it's tequila. I go, no, it's not. That is not tequila. What is this? Yeah. You know? And then sure enough, he showed me the bottle and it says tequila. Oh, God. Yeah, oh. without the A. I'm like, that's what the fuck? And then uh, he explained to me that because they can't brew it in Jalisco, you can't, you know, call oh, it tequila. Oh, so just mezcal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it's like it missed that burn. Like it was definitely that alcohol burning down your throat that you, that you can feel. But you it know should what I mean? still have alcohol in it, just because it's not done in Jalisco. Maybe they but just can't call it tequila. It, it it's like champagne that's not from Champagne, France. It's just sparkling wine. It's the same shit, just has a different name. Right, but it, it it's different in the sense that when you drink it, like you know, you you drink tequila, mm-hmm. you smell it, you're drinking it, it's in your mouth, it's going down your throat, and then you can still kind of taste it that's right. kind of what if you don't like to kill it's what makes you barf right, you can exactly. still taste it yeah as it's already down your hatch you well, know what I'll, i mean i'll tell you something that probably means you had like just a shitty uh product mm-hmm. per se yeah, yeah, yeah i've i've had some really good mezcal that i would drink over a lot of tequila really mm. well that one was bad yeah that I, one sounded bad. i tasted it right away and i kind of feel like that's the case with this like we were not happy drinking this beer there was something wrong with it. Yeah, but there definitely was. They forgot it, something. But it didn't. Yeah, but it didn't. 
we were probably I was ready to spit out or it was going to be too tart or something. I was like, oh, well, that's not what's wrong with yeah, it. There's nothing outwardly offen- offensive yeah. if you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Heineken 0.0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what it made me think of? I forgot to talk about this last week on the show. I went to the Paul McCartney concert at Dodger Stadium. And one thing Dodger Stadium is known for is A, the world's shittiest hot dog, but B, having very expensive <laughs> craft beer. And so I was like, okay, well, we'll have a couple before we get there. That way we don't have to buy a shit ton of like $19 craft, quote unquote, craft beers. So we get there and we get in line for a beer. And I purposely don't go to like the Budweiser line. I go down to the long line where like the only place they have craft beer on the menu. And because it's a concert, not a ball game, they have a limited, limited menu of beer. Only Budweiser products. It was Bud, Bud Light, one of Bud's Mexican beers, and then Golden Road, of course. But Golden Road was still nineteen dollars because they called oh, it craft beer, fuck. and it was their Golden Road like Dodger Blue beer or whatever, which oh, has man. the same ABV as Bud Light, but is four dollars more. I was oh like, "Fuck that! I'm God. drinking Bud Light." Yeah. <laughs> so I had to drink Bud Light. I had two of them, and I was very disappointed. But where I was going with this was the first one we had out of a can, and the second one we had on draft. The can was significantly better. Hmm. Like the I, I drank it, and I was like, you know what? I don't enjoy this, but this isn't that bad. Like it's drinkable. And then I got the one on draft. And I was like, Ooh, really? Ooh. Wow. Like it, it was watery and I don't know, dirty oh. lines. Cause you know, it's not an old keg. It's Dodger stadium. Baseball stadiums are going through this shit like crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be like old and expired. I don't know what it was, but it was bad. Oh man. But that can was like, I can't drink this. I mean, not by choice, but that's interesting. Yeah. I'd, I'd take that over the $19 golden road bullshit. Right. So, there's my my cheap beer experience for the week. <laughs> Don't tell your friends. <laughs> a, little, a little embarrassed. So, uh, all right, we let's cleanse the palates, shall yes, we? Shall we? Let's, please. <laughs> Scott looks visibly let's upset. Get the shit out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's make a call. Thank you, Van. He calls to the bullpen for beer. Oh yes, indeedly do. This is toppling Goliath. We love Toppling Goliath. Scorpius Morcella. I, I probably messed that up. 7.8%, 100 plus IBUs. They stopped measuring. It's over 100. I am going to drink the rest of this Heineken just so I can have this and it's going to taste so good. <laughs> you want mine? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm pouring it out. Oh, man. Don't feel obligated to drink the Heine. I won't. Be I will. Mad. Yeah. Uh, so it's 7.8, 100 plus IBUs, has a 4.18 on untapped and a 96 on beer advocate. Some nice scores there. From Toppling Goliath, they say brewed each spring to celebrate our brewery's annual day off to go moral mushroom hunting. This excitingly hazy double IPA is a tribute to our love of great hops and morals. Created, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. It's the mushroom. Morel? Moral? I don't know. Created with a combination of Pacific Northwest and Southern Hemisphere hops. Scorpius Morcella is meant to be shared with friends on a warm spring afternoon. Is I, it, love, I love it. <laughs> I could abort you just about anything after that. <laughs> Very, uh, oh man, citrusy beers going on over yeah, here yeah, lately. A lot of hops, a lot of citrus. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of citrus on the nose, kind of orangey smelling uh, on the nose coming up that way. Oh, fuck. Now that's beer. <laughs> hey, guess See? what? There's alcohol in it. There's that smile. You know what I'm saying? That oh, was gone earlier. I'm happy mm-hmm. again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get a lot of um, a lot of citrus, very citrusy, on the on the tongue there. This is uh, seven point eight percent. That's dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> you know that McKellar. I could taste the eight percent, like a little heat on Correct. the back end. Like you knew you were drinking a little something boozier. Yeah, this one very well hidden. Yeah, because yeah, 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 it doesn't even taste like a mimosa. Where like right. you can taste the like, the previous right. one from last week. Yeah, that pog. Yeah, this one like it's just. It's delicious. Yeah, it's too it's good. good. It's good. It, it might evaporate. Very smooth. It is very smooth. Yeah, very easy to drink. That is for certain. Uh, all right. Well, we sip on some real beer. Let's talk about some booze news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. Well, last week we talked about Brewbound and their uh, ridiculous comments about various oh, yeah. female beer influencer. Uh, they released various apologies. Oh, my God. Uh, BevNet is their parent company. They released an apology. I'm not going to read that. I thought I might read the one from Please. the guy who actually said the word. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> so this is from Justin Kendall, news editor at Brewbound. Uh, he says, during episode 44 of the Brewbound podcast, myself and Chris Fernari, in discussing a story on beer influencers of Instagram, had a conversation that was in poor judgment and poor taste. We missed the mark, and that discussion does not reflect the thought-provoking conversations that we strive to have at Brewbound. <laughs> After a lot of self-reflection, I owe an apology to everyone. Oh. The women included in the story, those called out by name, One Hoppy Lady, Big World Small Girl, Beer Biddy, Is Beer a Carb, uh, the author Zach Johnston, our listeners, our featured guest Julie Verratti uh, of Denison's Brewing Company, Brewbound's parent company, BevNet, and anyone else I heard. The discussion was lazy. Any real research would have shown that all the people included in that list are deserving. They've worked in the industry at some of the top craft breweries, others at breweries that are smaller craft outfits. Some are certified beer servers through the Cicerone program. Others are photographers and writers. All deserve more consideration than we gave them. I made a mistake, and I was rightfully called out for it and deserved <laughs> to be held accountable. It was not our intent to degrade or demean anyone, and I feel awful that my words hurt or angered anyone. I wish it never would have occurred. Not to hide my hide my blind spots or poor judgment, but so no one would made Jesus, so no one would be made to feel marginalized by something I said. Oh please. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation is not who we are as people or as an organization. And I am ashamed and embarrassed. Our words are indefensible, and the thought that they have undone any of the work we've done on diversity and inclusion in the beer industry, including the featured interview in the very podcast in question, leaves me incredibly disappointed in myself. I never intend to make anyone feel excluded or belittled in this industry or the beer community. It's clear that I need to listen more and learn more, both personally and professionally. I need to be better than this, and I hope that I can earn the forgiveness of those we've hurt, <laughs> angered, or alienated. Sincerely, Justin Kendall, news editor, Brewbound. Yeah, I bet their next episode is going to be so much fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's here's the thing, dude. Like, that's not our shit, right? We're not going to come out here and, you know, yeah, we have a beer babe of the week, but I feel like it's done in good taste. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like. Well, it's if, meant to promote. Correct. Not to uh, be gross or creepy. Exactly. Hopefully it comes across that way. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, yeah. you know, we like to have a little fun here, yeah. you know, but like, I feel like if they're going to be about it, be about it. You know what I mean? Like if they're going to try to be like the Don Imus of beer, oh, geez. then oh, fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, don't like you think Imus or Howard Stern is going to apologize to anybody that gets offended by their show? No, they're going to tell them to fuck off. And if you don't like it, don't listen to it. 
And then these guys, you know, if that's what the, if that's their shit, that's their shit. I, I doubt they're having very thought provoking conversations if this is just a segment of their show. Right. You know what I mean? So let's get off of that for a second. Well, here, I guess here's a couple questions. One, do you think the apology was sincere or at least sounded good enough to be? It was sincere in the sense that someone will apologize when they get caught. Yeah. So I'm sure they do feel bad now that everyone got pissed off at them. Right. But had nobody said anything, they wouldn't feel bad. Yeah. And I think the one of the bigger issues about this is how uh, ignorant it was. It wasn't just bashing people. You know, we bash people from time to time. Or sure. Especially beer. when they deserve it. Big have beer. some of that. Yeah. How much have we talked shit about like Budweiser and, and, and the you know Heineken and the like? Mm-hmm. But they were so uh, just ignorant about it they were they were so wrong about what they said you know i would have had more respect for them had they said if you don't like it don't listen i'd be like you know what all right you know i won't listen but i'm not going to yeah but but if that's your guys's shit i'm sure there's a market for it but now you guys don't have a market now you guys are gonna say shit yeah and and the minute somebody has a problem with it you're gonna be oh i'm sorry we won't talk about that again then what the fuck are you gonna talk about yeah, I, I guess at this point it'll just be the interviews with the Brewers. Uh, that, sounds like fun. Yeah, and the other the other stupid thing they did is beyond just saying what they said being stupid, that was on an episode where they had a female Brewer. <laughs> it's like, do you think people aren't going to find this out? They can't do that. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to do that, then you can't have. I mean, a it shouldn't be on brewer. any episode. But yeah. I'm saying, like, of all the episodes to yeah. put it on, or if they're going to do that, at least. Talk to her about that. I'm sure they never brought it up. Oh, no. This was their banter before the yeah, interview started. I'm sure it was. Oh, they, you think they have the balls to say it no, to a, a female? of course they don't. Look, at no. they already backed out because yeah. their balls shrunk after yeah. everyone got mad. Yeah. They're ignorant. They're stupid. And they're weenies. Agreed. And, and like we said last week, uh, it just sounds like some little boys that didn't get laid in high school <laughs> and are still bitter about it. And Probably. Not, not bitter in a good hoppy way. <laughs> it's like I say a lot of things is when people say or do something in public and then come back and apologize, you're not saying I'm sorry I did or said that. You're you're saying I'm sorry that I was caught saying yeah. or doing that. Yeah. And that's what I, the way I feel about these guys. They're not sorry that they said that. They're sorry that people called them out on that. Yeah. Now, I don't want to live in a world where people can't learn from their mistakes. Right. That's uh, true. If, if they're sincere. I, I don't want to be in this world where like, well, you said one horrible thing and now you're the devil. Yeah. But I, you know, I also hope that the, the apologies and I don't, you know, what, honestly, I don't give a shit about the apology. It's I hope you've actually learned how stupid you are. Right. Yeah. More, that's more important than saying I'm sorry. We'll see. Because yeah. nobody believes you're I'm sorry. Right. Hopefully right. you've learned how fucking we'll stupid see, yeah. you are. Right. Well, I will say that I, I don't think they can have a show anymore because anything any show they do now everyone's gonna be listening with a notepad and paper you know yeah, what i mean like oh you said this or oh what did you mean by yeah. that well like, they put the show on hiatus i'm yeah. sure they, what no, the fuck smart. are they gonna <laughs> yeah. they don't know what to talk about anymore i'm yeah. sure yeah. they're yeah. fucked they couldn't yeah. clean it up they're yeah. fucked yeah so uh interesting and uh how was how about that for thought provoking yeah i thought we had a really good thought provoking conversation who knew and I don't think we insulted anybody besides right. those assholes. That's right. Yeah. Unfiltered gentlemen, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> We're just telling the truth. Yeah. Mike dropped. For once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let, let us know what you guys think over on Twitter yeah, or something. Please. At Unfiltered Gents. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll move to happier things. Like the most breweries per capita. Mm. Well, you guys, uh, here's the top 25 cities, most breweries per capita. You have any cities you think should be on this? Like what's a given city that would be on that list? Most breweries in a, in a San, Diego. San Diego. Okay. Anything else? It's great. Uh, Boston. Denver. Denver, Boston. Uh, yeah. Funny enough, San Diego, not on the list. Oh, where? What? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so here's your top 25. Where am I moving to? I per know. capita. Huh? Per capita. So that's the thing. It's the entire list. The breweries per 
50,000 people. Uh, so it's going to be out in the East Coast because they could stack breweries on top of breweries <laughs> with the mountains that they're the buildings that they have. You're not totally wrong. <laughs> so we'll go, uh, I'll, I'll run through the first 15 because it's top 25. Cincinnati, Ohio, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Yakima, Washington, Madison, Wisconsin, Rochester, New York. I feel like the Animaniac song where they're doing all the state capitals. Uh, Flag- like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Nobody else does. Yeah. Flagstaff, Arizona, Longmont, Colorado, Denver, Colorado, Bellingham, Washington, Charleston, South Carolina, Royal Oak, Michigan, Santa Cruz, California. I was surprised about that. Grand Rapids, Michigan, Loveland, Colorado, Fort Collins, Colorado, Missoula, Montana. All right. So that's up to 10. So now we have nine through one. Uh, Pensacola, Florida. Who would have known? Wow. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. Makes sense. There's a yeah, lot of breweries yeah, yeah. in Portland. Yeah. Greenville, South Carolina. I don't know anything hmm. about it. Uh, Vista, California, with 10 breweries per 50,000 people. Vista is just north of San Diego. It's San Diego County. So San Diego City, because they oh. have a higher population, oh, they're per 50,000, okay. I guess, is lower and San Diego, when, when people say there's like 100, I think, what is it, like 170 breweries in San Diego, many of those are not San Diego proper. They're San Diego County. Mm. Oh, so, so I, I wonder if they just kind of did that so that they can get on the list. They're yeah. like, shit, there's no way we can get on here unless we say, oh, well, not really San Diego. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's right here, so you might as well come see San Diego while you're at it. Exactly. Uh, number five, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Four, Boulder, Colorado. Three, Bend, Oregon, with 16 per 50,000 people. Wow. Number two, recently visited by myself, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Uh, 17 yeah. per 50,000. And there are breweries on top of breweries there. It's insane. They are just, there's one area, what they call it, South Slope, I think. They're just packed in. It, wow. it it's so horrible. You have to walk next door <laughs> to get to your next brewery. Sounds like heaven. Yeah. It, God it was, blessed a beer girl. Yeah. Oh, she's got a made she up lives there. there yeah. Oh, yeah. Good go, for her. Go follow It's the Beer Girl for all the no Asheville beer yeah, updates. Definitely. And so, the number one. Huh? I was just going to say, I think that's why we haven't heard from her. She like drowned from all that beer. <laughs> that's <out> right. There. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number one with 18 breweries per 50,000 people, Portland, Maine. Mm. Wow. I didn't know Portland, Maine was yeah, coming up in the beer world. Hey. I believe Portland, but not Portland, Maine. Right. The right? other Portland. Yeah. yeah. They're like, what about us? Yeah. yeah. Hashtag us too. Hey, we know. <laughs> we know now. Yeah, now we know we're going to Portland, Maine. That's, that's right. Not wrong with that. Yeah. Hey, next time someone says that, like, oh, the wrong Portland, it's like, oh, no, you're right. That's the right <laughs> one. Got there p- is no wrong yeah. Portland. They're both on the list. No. Uh, what else? So total beer dollar sales were at 5% during the July 4th holiday week. It's a critical summer selling season that's underway. Yeah. And total beer cider and FMB, which is a fermented malt beverage, sales mm-hmm. are off up excuse me, are off to a strong start. According to market research, uh, dollar sales of beer, cider, F&Bs grew 4.9% in off-premise retailers during the 4th of July holiday uh, compared to the same time last year. Now, here's the thing. This does include quite a bit of sales from the aforementioned hard seltzers. Those are lumped into Uh, beer sales. hmm. This is where I wish they would separate them so we can actually see what people are buying. They need to. Yeah. Because, yeah, that doesn't count. That's not beer. <laughs> right, yeah. Anyone brought that to a beer party, <laughs> they're going to get kicked out. As someone who drinks them, if I say I'm having a beer party and you bring that, I will kick you out. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't count. Saying, yep. No, does not count. Uh, last week, we talked about Heineken and all the legal troubles. Well, it keeps on continuing. 
Heineken USA agrees to pay $1.25 million fine to settle their New York trade practice violations. Uh, the New York State Liquor Authority on Wednesday finalized a $1.25 million settlement agreement with Heineken um, for 42 alleged violations of the state's alcoholic beverage control law. The New York fine comes three months after Heineken USA agreed to pay the largest offer in uh, offer in compromise, compromise ever at $2.5 million to the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax Trade Bureau for alleged trade practice violations related to its proprietary brew lock draft system. So uh, short story long, that was down in Florida. They were selling these draft systems that only worked on Heineken products, and they were giving like, huge discounts and kickbacks if you bought it. That's illegal. Oh, boy. Yeah, the TTB investigated undercover alleged violations of the Federal Alcohol Administration Act, specifically subsection 205, unfair competition and unlawful practices in Florida, and then later because of the Florida investigation, Washington State and New York City. So, good wow. job, Heine. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. They've really been taking in the Heine lately. <laughs> they <laughs> they have. really have. It's been, yeah. they've had a rough year. Yes, they have. They have, yeah. So, uh, good job, fellas. Uh, and then finally, I just thought I'd mention this because it sounds delicious. Carl Strauss and Cowboy Star have collaborated on Steakhouse Stout Beef Jerky. Ooh. Yeah. I can read the whole article. There's no point. They got together and they made a beef jerky and it sounds amazing. Sounds good. Yeah. So if yeah. anybody sees it, please let me know because I want to get my hands on some yeah. of that. Beef Send jerky. us some. Sounds yes. good right now. Yes, it does. Right? A little beef jerky and mm-hmm. some beer. Mm-hmm. I want barbecue after you talking about going to that brewery. <laughs> Fuck though. yeah. I want to go down there this weekend again. <laughs> Get some Q. Yeah. Oh, it sounds so good. I must say, I was over at Big Dick Nick's house of uh, the Booze League. He has one of those Traegers where you can smoke meats and stuff. Oh, yeah. Smoke some ribs. Oh, man. Like, you went to pull the like pull the bones apart. The bones just, like, fell out. Oh, man. Oh, it was delicious. That's good stuff. Yeah, we had some That's good, good eating. It was good eating. We had some good drinking to go along with it. Yeah. And then we had an Uber home. <laughs> Glad we made it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Thanks for drinking along. Make sure you follow us on the social medias at the Unfiltered Gentleman, except for Twitter at Unfiltered Gents. You can leave us a voicemail, drunk dial us, 805 538 Beer 2337. I think that's everything. Don't forget to get that Beer Science ringtone. Yeah. Everyone yeah, should have that on course. their phone. It's so, a jam. It is the jam. It's the jam of the century. Uh, so that's it for us thank you all for hanging out I hope you're all staying extremely well hydrated and on that note good night everybody <laughs> <laughs>